Hello there. Today on the podcast, I have a very special guest, one of the most iconic people in history of Irish television. Bosco, how are you today? I'm good! How are you? I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. No problem. It's great to see you. And are you keeping well? Oh, yes. I'm keeping very well. Thank you. Especially now that there's lovely sunny weather. Yeah. And how how has the last year been for you? Have you been keeping to yourself? Oh yeah, I I had to stay, but I I'm not lonely because I had plenty to do, and I did a lot of gardening and a lot of going for walks and a lot of painting, and I wrote some stories. So I had a good time, really. Yeah, and I can see by the condition of your house there that you've been working on it, and it's it's in absolutely fantastic condition, I will say. Uh, yeah, I keep it very tidy because I have so much stuff, it can get in an awful mess. Yeah. So when we rewind back to the start, you've been you've done a pilot episode around in the late 1970s and came to air in the 1980s. What are your yeah. memories about starting off on the television? Well, I really liked it, but everybody had to kind of get used to talking to me because they weren't used to talking to somebody like me before. But once we got used to that, it was great. And we did lots of songs and stories and poems and puzzles. And I think it just got better and better as the time went on. Yeah, I think you really paved the way in Irish television for a lot of other characters, guys that you know well, like Dustin and Saki and even Podge and Rog. Yeah, they called me the Godfather. Yeah, yeah, the OG. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> another thing you've done a lot on the show was you used it to educate people. And a lot of plaudits would say that you taught a lot of young people the Irish language. How important was that for you? Well, I don't really know about that because I know one thing that I did teach everybody. Will I tell you? Yeah, tell me. You have to be careful with the scissors. <laughs> and the other thing was always get a grown-up to help you. Yeah, good advice. And the other thing was when things didn't go right for me and I didn't curse or say anything bad, I just said, Oh, 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 suck. <laughs> That's we very didn't good. Really say that much Irish at all. Yeah. No, not not really. Just yeah. that and a few things, but not a lot of Irish. Yeah, but even those small few words that uh, that we kids would find interesting was nice to probably hear on television as well. Yeah, and you know what we were very good at doing before anybody else ever thought about it? Will I tell you? Tell me. Recycling. We recycled everything. We made boats out of butter cartons and lollipop sticks and yogurt cartons and everything. We made all sorts of toys and we made things out of matchboxes. Maybe there aren't so many matchboxes around now. Yeah. Is there any particular person that you worked on screen with that was your favourite? 
Uh, I love the boy, really, and that's the truth. But some were better at telling stories, and there was one that was very bad at singing. And um, there were some that were good at poems. So they were all lovely, really. And some of them were better at giving me cuddles than the others. But you're not going to mention any names. No, I better say that they were all lovely, otherwise I might hurt somebody's feelings. You know the way it is. Absolutely. Now, I was reading earlier on, before my time, I was born in 1988, but I read earlier that you released an album in 1983, This Is Where I Live, on cassette. Yeah, well, it was on vinyl first. Oh, vinyl as well. Yeah, was that vinyl was a big round disc and you put a needle on it and it went round and round and the music came out. It seems pretty old-fashioned now, doesn't it? It does, yeah, but they're making a comeback as well, I think. I think so, because everybody, it's really nice to own something, isn't it? And with vinyl, yeah. you can hold it and you can look at the artwork on the pictures and read the lyrics and that's the way my album was. You could read all the lyrics and everything. And it sold quite a lot of copies, I think, at the time. It says here on my facts and figures, which may be correct or incorrect, that it was number two in the Irish charts. Wow, I think that's pretty good, isn't it? It is, yeah. Maybe we should have sent Bosco to Eurovision. Oh, I don't know about that. Dustin didn't do a very good job, did he? I would have scrapped no, the trolley. What did you think of Dustin over in Eurovision? I didn't, uh, well, I didn't like the shopping trolley. I think yeah. he should have been in a kind of a birdhouse with yeah. his own mind and getting them to do the backing singers. He'd probably kill me for saying that. But you know what? He had more hits than anybody. Yeah, that's true. 32 Counties was a good one. Yeah, and he, he did a song with Joe Dolan, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah he, I think he would... Maybe he got treated a little bit harsh. Yeah, do you know what? He's one of the funniest turkeys I ever met in my whole life. Every time I meet him, he makes me laugh. Yeah, and he's always very scared around uh, Christmas time, I think. Yeah, we don't like the same things really, though, because I love going to Leitrim. He doesn't like Leitrim. Leitrim is one of my favourite places. So I never know why he always gives it a hard time. I what? go there on a holiday sometimes. Or quite a lot, actually. What's good to do in Leitrim? Well, there's lots of water. And I go in a boat. And I see all the swans and the ducks. And at this time of the year, you can see the cygnets and the baby ducks and I love just being where there's no houses and you can just see the sky at night and you can look up and see all the stars twinkling and I love that. So there's always something to do because I love being outside. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully we'll have a good summer ahead so we can be outside a bit more. 
and it's really important always just to have your raincoat just in case because then you needn't put off going out you can just put on your wellies and your raincoat and sometimes that's even great fun playing in the rain i love that too yeah do you have any good memories of being on the toy show um do i have any well the very first time was long, long ago when it was a man called Aberne and he was very nice to me. But that was really in the olden days before there were lots of, lots and lots of toys and lots and lots of children. Now it's really changed. And then I was on with, <coughs> excuse me, I was on with Ryan and uh, it, it was alright. I didn't really have a great time because I had to wait for ages and ages and then they brought me into the studio and it's like top secret. It's they get you in and then they psh, they get you out. I didn't go to a party or I didn't really talk to anybody. Soon as I finished they had me done. Did they leave any nice treats for you in the green room? No. No, no was in a dressing room by myself. See, people think that people have a great time, but they don't really. And you know what? I'm going to tell you a secret. Okay. I was a little bit jealous because all the people in the audience got big black sacks full of prezzies. And I didn't get any. But I wasn't there to get prezzies. When I was on with Ryan, I was there to talk about Laura Lynn. Yeah, which is a good cause as well. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, well, Laura Lynn is Ireland's only children's hospice. Now, people would think that because it's called hospice, that would be very sad and everybody's crying all the time. But you know, I go there quite a lot and it's the happiest place I ever was at. I was at the best birthday party in my whole life in Dorilin because they spend spread a lot of happiness and they make every moment special very good um a couple of colleagues or friends of yours from RT that you probably know Podge and Rog got their own um talk show a good few years ago do you think that yeah. you could ever get your own talk show well I don't think so unless they did a talk show where I was talking to children because I love children and I love talking to them. I'm much more interested in in that than talking to grown-ups who talk a lot of rubbish a lot of the time. Yeah, like me. No, you're you're only a boy. <laughs> I'm 32. But you look like a boy. Does everybody tell you that? Oh, they do, yeah. Baby face. Baby face. Well, that's a good thing. Well, I got a compliment from Bosco anyway, so today has been a good day. Oh, I like giving compliments. It's much better than being rude, isn't it? Ah, it is, yeah. Do you want to tell me a bit about your live shows? Now, I know, obviously, with the, the situation at the moment, they're not possible, but what do your live shows generally involve? Well, I... I really love doing them because it's a great chance to see all the boys and girls. 
So I travel in a big van all around the country and then I arrive. Where do you live? I live in Kilkenny. Well, then say I would arrive in Kilkenny and I go to the water gate. Do you know the water gate? I do. We'd open the van and take out all the gear and bring it in and put it on the stage and then we'd set up a big stage and then I'd do a show. And usually I do the first part of the show, which is all about my garden and all about my friends that live in it. And then we do another puppet show of, say, Sleeping Beauty or Hansel and Gretel or something like that. And what makes it all special is because the boys and girls all join in and shout and scream and tell me what to do. And I love that. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully you'll be able to... Hopefully you'll be able to do it again soon. Yeah, and I go to lovely little theatres like the Watergate and like the Dunamis in Portrait and Visual in Carlo and all over the place. Yeah, I've got a few uh, quick questions for you. Maybe okay. that, that fans wanted to know. Okay. What is Bosco's favourite band? Um... What is my favourite band? There's so many. Maybe The Vamps. The Vamps. Okay. And what is your favourite TV show? Um, what is my favourite TV show? There's not very many good ones on at the moment. No. Okay. Yeah. I like watching it. Once I was watching the planet, what's it called? The Living Planet? And there was this where they were filming under the sea and a baby whale got his head stuck in a plastic bucket. And I was a bit sad about that. But I like programs like that because I think we have to learn to look after our environment better than we're doing. Don't you think so? I think so, yeah. You touched on it earlier with the recycling as well. And you know what else I really love? I love Spring Watch. That'll be on soon. It hasn't been on since it was Winter Watch. But yeah. Back. And I love watching that because, you know, they have cameras inside the little bird boxes and you can see the little baby birds and you can see them grow up. And you can see them get wriggly worms stuck down their mouth. And you can see them fledging. And you can see them pooing up. They make an awful mess. Who is your favourite puppet, apart from yourself? Well, my favourite puppet. Well, long ago, there was another programme on television called Wanderly Wagon. And... Yeah. I liked George. He was a dog and I liked him. And uh, there were squirrels in it and I liked them. And I liked Dustin. And I liked Zig and Zag, of course. And I liked the Muppets. Yeah. That's quite a lot. I like Kermit and I like his cousin, 
and puppets are great really i can't think of any puppets i don't like yeah yeah before we wrap up anyway today and it was great to talk to you do you want to tell me a little bit about irishify and the the shout outs that you do i had a few people on that you probably know um michael redmond father stone from father ted's been on the show and martin maloney eddie durkin from the hardy books is on it as well do you want to tell me a bit about it well yeah you see you can say oh i want to say happy birthday to some somebody and i or happy wedding day or happy something and then i'll do a little video that says hello how are you and whatever they tell me to say and i make a little video and then it goes on irish if i and and i like doing them i do them from my box here yeah have you got any strange requests on it um no but sometimes they come in from far away places like australia or dublin well that's not that's near um or uh, New Zealand or America, so or Canada. I could keep saying or Africa or loads of things there, but yeah, I really like doing them. Yeah, it's really it's really good to be doing that as well, especially if you're reaching out to people all around the world. It's kind of a new idea, I think, and yeah. I think it's really nice. Bosco, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you today on the podcast and I wish you all the best for the future and hopefully we'll see you on the road soon. Oh, I hope you come and see me now when I go to Kilkenny. Well, I've got a two-year-old. He'll be two very soon and he'll probably enjoy the show, I think. Oh, I'd love to meet him. I really would. I miss meeting children. But two years old is such great fun, isn't it? Yeah, he'll be running around the place, but I'll definitely bring him in anyway. Okay, and I, I could send him a little bus, though. I have a little yeah. one there, because oh, I have lovely. a shop as well. Yeah, do you want to tell me about that? Yeah, I have a shop, and you can buy those little bus, and you can buy big bus, and you can buy socks, lovely socks, and you can buy posters, and it's a Bosco'sBox.com Yep, and I'll put the links in the description to the Irish FI and your website as well. And it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And I love talking to you. And thank you very much. And give your little baby two-year-old a kiss from me. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Okay, Slan! Slan! Slan!